Hello and welcome to The Other Day, the podcast. I'm one of your hosts, like always, Claire J. And I'm Ayana Monet. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. So excited. Still excited. I'm going to be excited every episode because I feel like I found my life's purpose, y'all. So. Okay, life purpose. You see, that's, yes, I love that. I love that so much. No, I definitely am excited every time. I wouldn't say life's purpose, but um, I definitely feel like this is in the right direction. This is what this is one of the things that I I find joy in, which is just funny. Funny you say joy, Ayana. Hmm, really, <laughs> me having a conversation with myself. Anyway, so that really is kind of the topic of today is kind of blooming where you're planted and finding joy in the now, which anybody who knows me knows this is ironic for me to be covering this topic. But I think for me, what I've noticed is with everything happening in the world, COVID, this ridiculous election season, just everything it's just all so much and it's been really hard to find moments of happiness and moments of peace when so much is happening in the world so but I have found them I've had I found those pockets I found those moments I found those people that bring me joy and so today we just wanted to talk about finding your joy and seeking and continuing to seek that joy so Let's get into it. So what really started this off for me, and I've been having this thought kind of recurringly over over the years, especially in times where things are particularly hard. And when I was in graduate school, two of my really good friends when I was um, in Kentucky, we started this Bible study and we would go to church together and things like that. And this was a topic that we always came back to and it came up in um, some sermons we watched and, and all of those things and I remember looking back through my notes when Claire and I were trying to think of topic ideas and another individual also brought me this idea and so I was like okay Lord I hear you we, we're just gonna let's talk about it right and so the first thing I kind of want to start with is for everything there is a season and I think that has been when I hear that, that's my cue to get back on track. Mm-hmm. And for me, I have a lot of self-doubt. I have a lot of of guilting myself and gaslighting myself and making me feel like I should be doing more even when I'm doing the most already. And that leads to feeling really, really stressed and overwhelmed. And every once in a while, I just have to sit down, breathe, and remember that for everything, there is a season. And, for, and that is kind of the starting point of back in May, I, start, I started with that phrase, 
And I was like, for everything, there's a season. What season am I in and what season do I want to be in? And I think for me, I was transitioning out of my first year as a first-time professional amid this pandemic. Pandemic hit in spring. By May, we were already two months in. I had not stopped working. This started over our spring break, which happened to also be my birthday. And the only reason I didn't work on my birthday is because I had the flu. Like it was just, it started in March and it did, and it hasn't ended for me. I feel like there's been this nonstop period of, of go, 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 problem solve, problem solve, problem solve. And somewhere towards the, towards mid-May, end of May, I decided I wanted to, to do a lifestyle change. I wanted, I wasn't feeling happy with myself. I was looking at myself and I didn't like what I was seeing. I didn't like how I felt. Everything was just too much. And the first thing I just started doing was working out. One of the huge things that happened during the pandemic is a lot of folks started doing home workouts and things like that. And I was one of those people. Um, and I started out for the home workout program, and then I started going to Orange Theory Fitness. Anyone who's ever heard of Orange Theory Fitness, you've probably heard from someone who goes, and you think it's a cult because that's how people talk about it, because that's how I thought about it. But it's honestly just been, I sound like a cult person, I know that, but it's honestly just been so life-changing for me to be able to go to a place that I feel safe going in the middle of a pandemic, being able to have a good workout, like working out so hard, I literally want to puke. Mm -hmm. um, and like being able to have an outlet for all the stress that I feel. Um, I ran for the first time in life ever on a treadmill. And now I can run up to six miles per hour. That's like my max out speed. I want to die speed, but I can, I can, I can run on a treadmill for at least two minutes and that's not something I could do back in May and so I feel like that has brought so much joy into my life just to be able to like feel in control of my life I think the first the first thing I needed to feel in control was to get control of my exercise and diet um, I still pretty much eat whatever I want but having an outlet where I work out two to four times a week like that that allows me to eat whatever I want without feeling guilty about it um and so that's been really really nice I think for me I really started taking control of my life I would say about 2018 so when I was moving from Cincinnati back to where I'm living now in Kentucky that I changed my diet was the first thing is that I always wanted to be vegetarian for some reason I don't think I even knew any vegetarians. I don't really know why that was on the forefront of my mind of something that I wanted to do. Um, but as most people say, they're just like, I just love meat so much. I could never, I could never, I could never do that. And I started a new job and it was something that me and my ex-partner were talking about at the time um, because his parents were vegan. They had been vegan for like 12 years. And so I finally found some people of color that was in this community and we're out there, but you just expect that there's not really pe many people of color that really talk about it. It's kind of hard to find like those different restaurants that are vegan or catered to that. And so when I finally felt like I found a community that I could use as a resource and 
really make that transition, I kind of researched a little bit more and I started a job and I had picked up some snacks from the, they had like some snacks on the table and it was like the Annie's fruit snacks. And I think Annie's is like vegan or some sort of like gluten-free and vegan snacks. And I picked it up and this girl asked me, she said, are you vegetarian? And I was like, yeah, I am. (laughs) And that's just when I started, I started to make my transition. And I don't know why that triggered in my mind that I was like, yeah, I'm just going to take this and I'm going to go. I'm going to go with it. Um, And I didn't go cold turkey. I I stopped eating like certain different groups of, I started with the things that I liked the least first. Um, So I took out seafood because I didn't really mess with that. I took out um, like turkey, those sort of things. Chicken was the last thing. And it, I really shed a tear when that had to go. But, (laughs) um, but I've been vegetarian for going on four years. It was like in November. So right before Thanksgiving, which a lot of people were like, why would you do that right before Thanksgiving, especially being in a black southern family like you're not gonna eat nothing on thanksgiving air if you pack your own food maybe um and so basically (laughs) like just meats and everything for absolutely no reason um but it was definitely a good lifestyle choice for me because i was being more conscious and being more um attentive to the things that i was putting inside of my body and you when you really look at the content of different items and um, things that you make. And you're like, this goes into this. Like, it's just so mind blowing. You can finally, so I felt like I was really taking control of my life at that point. And for something to have such willpower, I felt like I had willpower to me because my parents continue to eat meat. Everybody around me continue to eat meat. When you go out somewhere, there's just meat everywhere. And for me to be like, nah, I'm going to eat this salad. I'm going to eat these, this, whatever. It was definitely hard, but I just feel so powerful in that. And it's, it's, I've definitely started for me, this feels different because I've started before and I've lost you know, 30, 40 pounds and then gained it all back. And then some, um, I had said previously, like in grad school, like I gained a lot of weight in a very short period of time just due to depression. Um, and so for me to be able to not really have a reason, I didn't really have a reason. I just felt like it, you know, um, I, I didn't feel good anymore. And for me, I'm just one of those people that I'm very introspective and I'm very self-reflective. Any problems you think you have with me, trust. I'm fully aware. Um, I know what my issues are. It's not that I don't know. It's just that, like, I can't fix everything at one time, people. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, what I've been really doing is being intentional about what things do I want to work on at what time. And giving myself space to do that, not rushing myself to make any quick changes because I'm not doing this for anyone else but myself. And for right now, myself is quite happy with where we are, right? Um, So that's been really nice to just feel good about where I'm at and what I'm doing 
in relation to like my physical health. I think one area that I want to continue to grow in is my spiritual health, Mm -hmm. um, grow in my faith, whether that, and that doesn't for me mean, you know, going to church or being around a bunch of um, Bible studies and things like that. Sometimes for me, that really means like doing Bible studies on my own, spending time in the morning or in the evenings in meditation and reflection and just really giving myself a time to decompress. And that brings me joy because when I'm not in tune with myself, I see so many things around me crumbling because I'm so go, 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 please, please, please fix, fix, fix that I cannot think. And that is not where I'm happy. And I was talking to one of my coworkers about this and she was just like, I really just don't want you to leave. And I'm like, I don't want me to leave either. And it's not even that I'm thinking about leaving my job. I just think that she is tuned in tune to the fact that I'm very stressed. And she knows that like leaving is, is like the logical next step when you're as, as stressed and feel as bad as, you know, we were talking about, we felt. And I just was like, you know, I just don't see a reason why I shouldn't be happy in my own life. Like, there's absolutely no reason why I shouldn't be happy in my own life. And anyone who tells me I'm being childish because I'm not happy and I want to get up and leave because I'm not, is not in tune with themselves. And that's their problem. Because I should not have to sit in a situation that makes me unhappy for what, for money? no like money is not everything I know we all have bills and I know it's a privilege to be able to say like money is not a big deal I'm not rich y'all I am the working poor but I I don't mind being broke like I've always been broke that's not anything new I'd rather be broke and happy than have money in my pocket and be miserable yeah and I think for me, that's the that's what I've really learned about myself in this transitionary phase from being kind of an adult to being an adult adult. Yeah. It's I happiness think, is everything. Yeah, for sure. And I believe that a lot of people kind of don't, like you said, just be joyful in this space that I am today at this point right now, because regardless of what you did yesterday or a month like that you have progressed forward and how the clear that I am today was not the clear that I was in high school or the clear I was even yesterday or whoever when I was in middle school and I know that I have these goals and things that I want to accomplish but I have to be like I did some it took me a while to even build who I am right now even with the stories that we've talked about on the podcast already it's like we have been through some a lot and for us to even be standing on our two feet being able to smile show all 32 of our teeth (laughs) and and still be standing all the time and talking and helping other people like that is something to celebrate that we're able to be like yes that happened to me and yes in that season like Ayana said it was a season and I, I'm in a new season. I'm happy and I can still 
have goals and still be at a better space. But the space that I am am in right now also deserves to be celebrated because I worked to get here too. I love that you made that comment because the other quote that I had written down was, don't determine your value by your current condition. That, we're right here on the same wavelength as always. Um, But yet, don't determine your value by your current condition. Mm -hmm. Your current condition is a season. Soba wanted to jump in on that. That's right. But your current condition is not all of who you are. It's a piece of your story that will be remain a part of you, but it doesn't have to be all of you. Mm-hmm. And so I do have just like three tips for staying present and 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 being in a place where you can seek and receive joy, right? So tip number one, acknowledge that you can control your thoughts. Regardless of what's going on around you, you have full control of your thoughts and you can control how you think about things, how you think about yourself, most importantly, and your attitude about a situation, whether you choose to see it as, oh, I have to get up and go to work, or if you choose to see it as, I have the privilege, I have the honor of having a place to get up and go to in the morning. Yeah. You know? And that is how I've really had to reframe my life, you all. So these are tips that I have been given that I am now giving back to you all. Um, Tip two, accept changes as they occur. For me, this is huge. As you all have heard me say on previous episodes, rapid change and I, we're not cool. We're not friends. However, I am learning to roll with things. I think I'm a lot better at rolling with it when it comes to my work life as a person as opposed to my personal life right so if something happens at work and there's like a crisis situation I have to drop what I'm doing and handling it that's cool but if that's my personal I'm distraught I don't know what to do I'm gonna stay up at night thinking about it for like a month did I do this did I say this how could I fix that and that's just so unfair to yourself yeah. So learn to cultivate this, like, me- I don't even know, it's like mental flexibility. Just be able to, like, yeah. okay, this happened, and we're rolling with it. It's not the end of the world. Yep. Unless it actually is, in which case, I mean, I, I apologize. Yeah. I was going to say them French out boys said it best. You got to lean with it or you got to rock with it, bro. Like, hey, can you do What are you doing? What are you doing? Because there are no other options. Yeah. And and sometimes I'm getting rocked. (laughs) (laughs) But we are accepting that this is a part of the journey and this is a part of my story. And I'm choosing to think of it as whatever rapid change is occurring, this is the change that needs to happen for me to grow into the person I need to become next. Yeah to continue to be of service to others. Yeah. And like you said, like sometimes you do have to get rocked because you've been leaning so hard that you're missing, mm-hmm. you're missing your blessing, right? Because you lean right. dodging it. Right. So it rocks you because it's like, all right, so 
I need to to shake you, jolt you a little bit and be like, okay, this is where you need to go. I'm sorry I had to do the, do it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you just, uh, of course, yes. here we go. Yes. And then you're just like rerouting, like the GPS says. Right. And last, our third and final point is value what you do have. And mm-hmm. for me, this is probably the most important because gratefulness and finding value in what I have is not hard is not hard to do. The other things are really hard for me to do. But this this is not hard to do because I recognize that you don't get anywhere in life on your own. And I recognize that I have had some amazing systems of support throughout my life and so for me to be like oh I'm grateful for this person or this thing in my day it's super easy to think of things that I'm grateful for throughout the day because I like to think that I'm when I'm going throughout my day I'm I'm thanking the universe constantly throughout the day of little things that I see that bring me joy and I think that we need to get back to the childlike wonder that we had where everything was able to bring some sort of joy, even the little things. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I recently had a conversation with one of my friend's kids. And I don't know if you've had a conversation with a four-year-old recently, but it will really humble you. Because one, children are mean. I don't know if you all do this or not, but they are very, very blunt. They have no reason to lie to you. So if you want the truth, ask a child. Um, Secondly, (laughs) she just, everything, everything brought her happiness. You know, every little thing, every little speck of dust has a story and there's just so much imagination Mm -hmm. and every cloud has a shape and everything has a purpose. And it's just, it's interesting to see the life through the eyes of a child. And I wish so much sometimes to have that childlike wonder and innocence back because that is the type of joy I want to have in my life. I want to have childlike joy about just the littlest things. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I want to, I want to remember to value the things and the people in my life right now where I'm at. No ifs, ands, or buts. No, I'll change this. I'll do that. Just right now. This is, this person, this thing, this is what I'm grateful for. Yeah. And it's funny that you say about like childlike joy because I've been making songs since I was a kid. And mm-hmm. I just that musical talent in me, I guess. But I I was very <laughs> shy in school. And so this particular day I made some friends. And my parents called the friends in the school song, but I made a song. I came home. We had this little tape recorder and I sang my little behind off. It was called friends in the school. And I said, I got friends in the school. (laughs) So I was so excited. I was just, I was content with my life. I was so excited. And I still sing to this day. I sing all types of stuff. I make up my own little songs. And that's how my parents know with me living at home. They know that I'm content if I'm singing something. At the top of my lungs, I have no regrets about it. If I'm off key. Key, what's that? What is that? There's no key when you're excited. Mm -mm. There's just joy in your voice. True joy. 
Sorry, my cat is is still going off too in the background too. To be a pet parent, y'all. <laughs> but my pets bring me joy, you know? And yeah. I think that's that's really what contributed to me. I got a dog um a few months ago and that's what really contributed to me getting a dog. I really wanted a dog for a long time. Everyone's like, Why are you getting a dog? Cause I want to. Like I have no other reason. I really wanted one. So I got one. Period. And that's pretty much how I live my life. Anybody can tell you that. Yeah. If you ask me a question, what because I wanted to. Like I don't have any other reason and I want to continue. I want to do that more often and I want to be unapologetic about it. I think sometimes even though I say because I want to, I still hold on to these doubts of like, oh, how will so and so feel? How will this look? And I really want to encourage folks to live your life for you. You should be the happiest person in your life. You know, you should be the number one person in your life. Yeah. You can't expect for someone else to make you number one in their life. You need to be number one in your life Mm -hmm. first. And I think that's one thing that I'm learning for myself about myself is I tend to make other people number one in my life and then are upset when no one makes me number one in theirs that is no one else's responsibility that is my responsibility to make me number one in my life so i that's what i want to leave you all with make yourself number one in your own life because even if no one else does you are making you happy yep And that's all you can ask for, really. That's all you can ask for. Get up every day and pursue something that makes you happy. If the thing that's going to make you happy that day is not answering your phone call, don't answer no phone calls. If it's hitting up everybody in your phone and checking on them, do that. That's going to take a lot of time, but do that. (laughs) Joy is very important, and I think it's very overlooked in a lot of people's lives. Because like you said, everybody has something to do, whether if it's mm-hmm. if it's not a job or if it's taking care of kids, which is another form of a job. If it's something mm-hmm. that you can easily forget about yourself, if even mm-hmm. if like you see the hardest working mother, that her kid looks on point and then you see her in the background just looking real ragged. And it's easy to forget about yourself, which is another reason why self-care is a something that's been really circling around in the in um, different places and different platforms social media or even at jobs they're trying to give you those self-care days now instead of just regular um paid time off vacation days they give you those personal days that because they acknowledge that you just need a minute and whatever that minute means to you whatever that means to take that and really pour into yourself because it's very important to do so. Absolutely. I'm currently at the end of a full week off of work because I needed it because I wanted it. And because I had the time to take. So I took it mm-hmm. not saying a lot's not happening right now. It is, but it's still going to be there when I get back. Trust me. I've checked my email. So I mean, why, why not take time for myself to decompress so that I can actually go back and be the, the best version of myself instead of being in there unhappy and tired, complaining about how I need a break when I have the time to take. I'm yeah. taking it. 
And that's something I've learned from my coworkers who've been in the job a while. I really wasn't listening to them last year. I was so, I was so happy as a new professional. Y'all, that new professional bubble is so nice and shiny and warm. It's beautiful. But that stuff, it pops. Sometimes fast, sometimes slow, depends on where you're at. But uh, we had a pandemic hit, so it popped. And my coworkers really have been the driving force behind me learning to take time for myself because they, they model that they preach that they bring it up. And I found myself doing similarly for another new professional here at the university. They work in my department and they were talking about how they haven't taken any time off. I'm like, you get, we all get our time off up front. So there's no reason not to take these days off. And so I'm like, I have access to your your calendar. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go find some days off for you. And I texted them. I'm like, these days look good. If you have a couple days on this week, you have three here. And I wanted to make sure like that they took that time off because I had folks who did that for me. And it was so very helpful because sometimes you don't even have time to look at your schedule and see what days you can take off. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure that like, I did for them what others did for me. And that was make it easier for you not to find an excuse. It's important. And especially at this time, like Ayana stated at the beginning of the episode, when we're in this um, election season and regardless of what happens um, moving forward from this election, you're still a person, you're still living, and you still have to maintain this happiness and and be happy. And so regardless of what happens, you're still should be the number one person in your life, you still need to figure out how to navigate in this world to be a better version of yourself. And I think this episode is very important to to remind you of that, especially in a time where you kind of feel like your back's against the wall, like there's so much going on, there's so much Um, media and different things that are kind of spiraling out of control with all of this information and that we feel so overwhelmed that it's just like take a breath and take care of you yes and just to kind of speak to the post-election stuff like really take time to come up with a self-care plan for both like for both instances you know if if your candidate doesn't win have a plan for that have a plan for what that looks like for you and the people you love and care about. Do you like if 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 things do pop off and the country goes into civil war for whatever that's what we've been hearing, that's what people have threatened and said. Y'all watch the news. Have a plan for that. Do you have cash? You know, do you have access to somewhere to go if something happens in your city is there somewhere safe you can go do you know where your important documents are really and i hate to have to say but you really need to come up with a plan if you haven't because i think that is what's going to ease a lot of people not everyone but a lot of people's anxiety can be eased by just having a plan and for me that's that that's true i if i if I don't know what's going on, as long as I have a plan, it doesn't matter because I'm going to go by the plan and whatever happens between here and the end point, I'll figure it out. But I have a, I have a plan. Mm-hmm. Things never go according to that plan, but I have one. Yes. 
But I think for that, it's like if you have a plan, you know what the end goal is. So it's like whatever mm-hmm. happens in the middle, like you like you said, there's inevitable things that are going to happen that's going to throw you off. But like, I know that I need to reach this. Mm-hmm. So I'm that's gonna- where I'm going. Yes. Who's coming? <laughs> <laughs> like, because you will get left behind. There's no, there's no reason, y'all, not to be happy in your life. And if there is a situation where, you know, you, if you've ever experienced clinical depression, you cannot reframe or think your way out of clinical depression, right? These are instances where you need to seek mental health services. You need to seek therapy. I'm not saying that you can positively think your way out of traumatic events in your life. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you're going through a tough time, find joy in the little things Mm -hmm. that happen to you throughout the day, because it might, you might be fighting a long battle, but every day is a new, is a new battle and a new day. And you can win, you can win those small victories every day. And it doesn't seem as overwhelming. Yeah. So if you don't have, you know, anyone in your life that you feel like you can talk through these things with or come up with a plan with, feel free to reach out to us. Um, We're happy to help folks come up with plans or just talk and chat about how we've, you know, come up with plans, how we've created joy in our own lives in, in these in small pockets and large pockets. How do you sustain joy? Not sure yet. Haven't haven't hit it yet can't help you with that but we can definitely talk about ways we can get there together we can we can help each other we can learn from you all if you have found a way to to, to sustain long-term joy maybe you're a little more experienced than us at seeking and finding joy please let us know we're we're open and ready to continue the conversation with whoever would like Right, that is all that we have for you all today. But of course, we like to end the episodes with a black business. So this week's black business is a company called Sage and Ivy. Uh, Sage and Ivy is a natural um, personal care product line. And I'm just going to read a little blurb from their website so you can kind of get a gist of who Sage and Ivy is. Sage and Ivy is an all-natural personal care product brand for all ages and genders inspired by the birth of the owner's first daughter, Sage Ivy. Health, wellness, and natural healing is their mission, creating effective groundbreaking products that are non-toxic to the welfare and health of people is vital. So that is why this black female started this company her name is miss Brittany oliver she started this company a couple years ago and i found them because i'm always interested in getting new products that are um, natural non-toxic those sort of things that are good for your body and so i tried their natural deodorant sprays and when switching to natural deodorant it's a little tricky because your body is used to using uh, you know, your regular deodorant that has the aluminum in them that is can be very harmful for your body. So that's why I tried Sage and Ivy. And they have different um, 
scents. They have lemongrass and tea tree. I tried the grapefruit and mint. They have sage and lemon. It's very nice and really refreshing. It doesn't give you that stickiness that sometimes that regular deodorants have. So I would definitely check them out. They do have different things on their website. So they do have the deodorant sprays. They have mask now. Um, they have cleansing bars, um, underarm scrubs, different things like that. You should definitely check them out. Uh, her website is my sage and ivy.com so that's m-i sage s-a-i-g-e and ivy.com so if you do happen to check them out let them know that the other day sent you and we hope that you enjoy those products so that is our black business again it is sage and ivy all this portion of the episode ever does is encourage my spending because i like to try new products and you know I've been looking for a good natural deodorant. So checking that out. Yeah. Expect my business, Sage and Ivory. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for tuning in with us. We love having you. And again, like Agana said, we love to hear from you all. So if you want to continue the conversation or if you want to kind of learn us something, teach us something, feel free to do that. We're always open for new ideas and thoughts because that's mainly what this platform is for is just to build a digital community where we can share with each other be mentees mentors because you can you forever learn uh, no matter how old or how young you are you learn your entire life and we just want this platform to to be an extension of that but absolutely yeah but um we thank you all for listening and just always remember that you are somebody because so I don't make no mess don't make no mess y'all alright we'll see you next time bye bye y'all